impaired. Upasana was awarded the first lady award by the president of India and women and child ministry 40 under 40 list of fortune india 30 under 30 list by forbes india in 2016 through the lifestyle magazine she intends to make available well researched and informative articles along with leisure reads to everyone who can't see and today we are here to discuss what goes behind the scene in designing this magazine and uh, thank you upasana for giving us your time and it's a real pleasure to have you on audio can no, thank you so much it's wonderful to be you know chatting with you about our journey yeah uh, so i've come up with few questions uh, but to begin with uh, if you can tell us uh, what is white print and uh, what exactly happens there like uh, just to set context Sure. So, White Print, just as you rightly said, is India's first English lifestyle magazine in Braille. We were born in two thousand and thirteen, so it's been six long years and six very interesting years of my life and White Print's life. Uh, to give you a context about what kind of content goes into the magazine, it's just like any other lifestyle magazine. Okay. Uh, only thing is, we make it in Braille. That's the only difference. Mm-hmm. So, when it comes to content, you know, we have everything. Right right from fashion film music art culture travel uh, and this uh, was primarily done because uh, there was there's one of my reader who's about 80 and she told me something very interesting and she said that you should have content that i might not ever be able to experience in my real life you know so you must write about everything and anything that happens in this world and from there on there was no looking back you know my content kept evolving as per uh, my readers kept thinking and telling me about what they want to read for instance we started also including short stories in the magazine mm-hmm. you know just uh, because they are so hungry to read that uh, in those 60 pages whatever i can uh, integrate for instance i had one of my readers who told me um, that you know we give a lot of competitive exams to get jobs hmm. so i also include a general knowledge section in the magazine wow. so you know it is just about anything the only difference is that we do it in braille mm-hmm. and uh, it's circulated across the country and uh, we use the indian postal services because i'm sure a lot of uh, you uh, you know listeners might not know but um, uh braille literature is free of postage uh so oh. you can send braille literature across the country without paying a single rupee uh which oh. is excellent for us because our magazine actually reaches small villages and towns that i have never heard in my life and i tried sending something via courier to these places but the courier companies refused to take it so mm-hmm. you know such small towns and cities where the magazine has gone uh which is a big victory for us and you know it sort of reiterates the fact that uh it is something that the community wants mm-hmm. wow very interesting very <laughs> interesting and then uh like if you can just elaborate more on what kind of content goes you mentioned mm-hmm. but uh, then how do you curate or how do you prioritize that this has to go over that Correct. Uh, is there any feedback mechanism sure. feedback loop which happens among the readers and you right uh so in terms of the content curation uh, just to give you a context so i'm the only one in the team since the past 6 years i have had freelancers and volunteers who've come up to me and said oh we love to you know like be a part of your team and they do contribute articles to the magazine uh in terms of uh the content like i have a very interesting tie up with the caravan magazine mm, caravan is one of the best long form journalism magazine in the country and when they interviewed us to uh, you know feature us in their magazine the editor loved it so much and said that please feel free to take any content from us which is which was really wonderful for me and uh you know it spoke a lot about inclusion because uh 
I want to give my readers the best stories, the best content that I can give to them. Because there used to be a time where I used to write the entire magazine as well. So interview different people, you know. Uh, like I remember uh, one of our anniversary editions, the second anniversary edition, I had interviewed eight different women from different fields and written about them in the magazine. And I, I literally had no hands to do it, you know. Mm-hmm. So I was the only one writing. So there have been those days as well, which which was fun in its own way. But now I have very interesting, uh, you know, collaborations like Caravan is one. There was a time uh, Sudha Murthy gave us 12 of her short stories, uh, oh. you know. So we we published those uh, one each month for the entire year. Barkha Dutt was writing as a column for an entire year on politics. Uh, so we've had very interesting people, you know, who uh, have seen the value of the project, uh, you know, and joined us and like without any kind of expectations or even asking us, you know, where this is going to go. But just the fact that they've never ever written for a Braille magazine earlier, mm-hmm. you know, they've been more than happy to be a part of our journey. And that has been exciting. You know, our readers are getting the best content to read every month. And uh, the the most interesting part for me is when the magazine reaches a few days late, you know, then and when... Uh when it's supposed to reach, I already am sort of bombarded with calls and messages and emails. Oh, where is the magazine? Like that's the level of wow. uh, curiosity and eagerness, you know, for uh, the readers. And uh, it's 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 like fuel for me, you know, mm-hmm. <laughs> like uh, for, for instance, because April uh, was the election month, uh, our press, which is the National Association for the Blind in Bombay, uh, was printing ballot papers in Braille. For the entire country. And uh, so every other project was kept on hold. And we ended up sending May and uh, April and May issues together. Mm-hmm. So uh, that was a big deal for my readers because, you know, they were also worried and anxious that why hasn't the magazine come to us, you know. Mm-hmm. So that's the level of connection I have with my readers. And we also encourage them to write in the magazine. So I have a reader's column as well. Mm-hmm. And where they are free to write what they want, you know. So sometimes somebody has even written about how you can have fun with braille dots you know there was a girl who had given different dot combinations and how you make a tree with braille dots and how you make a heart with braille dots so making it fun and not only you know very uh, sort of serious uh, mm-hmm. sort of content then somebody had even written us uh, an article about his own life story and then he left his contact number in the end you know mm-hmm. and that became like a but in, in yeah, yeah, absolutely. In the magazine. So, you know, it became like a great way of people were calling each other. And, you know, it's like a community that sort of develops mm-hmm. through the magazine, mm-hmm. uh, which has been really wonderful to uh, witness and experience. Yeah, yeah, yeah. very interesting. <laughs> and you consciously took a call of going lifestyle type content and not mm-hmm. really uh, educational. Mm-hmm. Uh, was that a conscious? Oh, yes, absolutely. Because... Uh, why should everything be serious? Because, uh, you know, the government is responsible to come up with educational content. I wanted to leave that uh, to them and focus on more uh, entertaining things, you know, because who doesn't like to read something interesting, you know, when it's it's like a rainy day and you just want to curl up on your bed and have something to read in your hand, you know. And uh, that is what uh, we are trying to do through the magazine, you know. Coming up with, uh, of course, there is politics also in the magazine which is important you know but uh, at the same time having said that you know a light read a poem a travelogue to a beautiful place I visited or a beautiful place that somebody else visited and wrote about you know just a short story uh, a joke maybe absolutely you know just about anything so I don't really have fixed uh, sections in the magazine every month Mm -hmm. I my only sort of criteria is that it has to be interesting Hmm. You know, and somebody should enjoy reading it, either gain something out of it or just have a good laugh, you know, hmm. while reading it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Very nice. And uh, mm, so, so, like, I get these ideas for various, uh, like, startup ideas, right? right. So, um, 
it's there's a lot of apprehension whether this will work or not like how what brought that conviction that this will work <laughs> oh yes I very mean, it's interesting it's a cliche question but still uh, yeah. no i mean i think it's important to even talk about that because a lot of people feel startup life is very glamorous mm. and all these awards really make it glamorous but that's not the reality of it yeah. uh, just as you said so much conviction so much patience and dedication that goes into it every day like there are days uh, because i decided to make white print a for profit venture and not a charity venture my challenges doubled up for me because i was not looking at donations i was looking at corporates advertising for my magazine which people had never done earlier so for me it was convincing people right from the beginning that hey listen this is a new concept introducing them to something new and then expecting them to shell out money from their pockets you know so it it required a lot of uh, you know uh, conviction and uh, more so even when i was starting uh, i my you need a title to start a magazine and uh, when you do that government process it's a two and a half month wait each time you attempt to get a title and my title was rejected twice and mind you i had at i had given up my job you know so i was only freelancing and i'm like oh my god i need to figure out what's happening but um a professor of mine uh, from uh, college had once told me that your idea is so strong that you don't need to have a plan b you know focus on your plan a and you know give it all your energy that you never have to think about a plan b and that's what sort of kept me going all the time and uh, more so i feel like this has just been this has just come to me it has mm-hmm. happened to me i never chased it at all uh, you know it a white print was born out of a thought you know in the, in the middle of the night where i was just wondering what is it that the visually impaired read you know and i had no connection with the visually impaired so i didn't have a relative a friend a colleague who was visually impaired you know so mm, it was a connection and it it just was sort of meant to happen through me mm-hmm. uh, and after that also I sent out when I got the title after 8 long months of waiting for it uh, I had to I had got 3 months from the government to come up with a magazine if you don't then your title is taken back that's the process oh, okay. and uh, within those 3 months I sent out about 200 odd emails to corporates uh, telling them about this and I got only one response Mm, and that was the Raymond Group, and they called me for a meeting. They found it really interesting. The marketing head grilled me for about thirty minutes, and I was twenty-four then. And uh, you know, I was, but I was so convinced about my idea that he was sold. And we had the first ad uh, by the Raymond Group about you know they done an advertorial about a spring summer collection. and uh, that was the startup capital that i got from you know mm-hmm. and whatever little bit i had saved up uh, because i had worked for only one year you know after passing out from college so it's not that and, and i don't belong to like an affluent family that is ready <laughs> to pump in money into whatever i do so it was just my conviction my dedication that and and my friends who sort of would double up you know and work with me on weekends mm-hmm. uh, because i needed help i needed someone to fall back upon and that really helped me mm-hmm. uh and of course after that the journey has never been easy mm, i would get an ad even till date that's a scenario that i would get an ad uh, then for 6 months i'd not get anything else you know mm-hmm. so during those months to keep calm and you know believe in it because there have been times like i've gone like oh my god i don't know how i'm going to pay the next bill of printing you know and uh, then suddenly i'd get a call from a reader just tell me about how crazy he or she is about the magazine and it you know it'll it'll give me so much energy mm-hmm. that oh you know this is what i'm meant to do even if it's it's hard work i am supposed to do it you know mm-hmm. and then things just fall in place like i don't yeah. know how they fall in place uh it it needs and it requires i, I still do about at least about 50 emails a day writing oh. to different companies and marketing because as i said i'm the only one so right from marketing to being the office boy to being the founder to being everything so mm-hmm. it's one person requires a lot of my patience to keep going but yeah my the feedback that readers keep giving me mm-hmm. um you know my family has been super supportive 
my husband uh, has been overtly you know like he he will edit the magazine for me he will go through my marketing pitches you know he'll just do everything and also make sure he gives me this dose of you know telling me that you were meant to do this mm-hmm. you know so uh, don't let the focus or you know don't let anything sort of uh, pull you down mm-hmm. so yeah it's 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 beautiful and i don't think i do anything else mm-hmm. ever <laughs> yeah somehow i got interested in this when i stumbled upon your uh, work is uh, mainly because i'm from rugia college uh, and they have a yes. nap department and yes. uh, a lot of uh, times we used to volunteer for writing them exams and stuff like that wow, so nice yeah, yeah. so nice <laughs> as and i have not personally written but yeah. like a lot yeah, of yeah. My, but uh, i mean it was it's it's something that is very important like you know now yeah. i'm a part of so many of these groups because uh, they need writers all the time mm. and it is such a task because you know there are certain government rules regulations that you need to follow to be a scribe and uh, yeah that's it's mm. a very important i'm coming to that point uh, yeah. the technical bits later um <laughs> uh, just i know you told me that you are the only person but mm-hmm. uh this is like my curiosity because i come from a design background i just wanted to understand you said uh, your husband also edits sometimes so mm-hmm. uh, or sudhamurthy when mm-hmm. she gave you 12 what was the format in which they give you correct. and then how does it get translated to braille correct very interesting so uh, i'll i'll give you a background about how the magazine is sent to press it's done on word document we do there are no images in the magazine okay. uh, it's only text it's purely text uh, sometimes we've tried sorry uh, sorry to interrupt. but uh, in this i also want to ask you mm. that uh, typically what my exposure to print has been mm. that things happen on coral draw or correct, they align correct, it correct, correct. and then there are layouts yes. and then there are grid formations yes. right so if you can elaborate on <laughs> yes, that part yes i do that well. so uh, basically the magazine is done in word uh there are no images there you know we've we've also tried to do things like uh, made a bottle out of braille dots you know uh, just using different combinations make a bottle so those things can be done uh, apart from that it's only text and what it, what we do is we use a software at the national association of the blind it's called uh, duxbury uh, which converts text to braille okay. uh, once it converts text to braille we have another round of editing and proofreading because what can happen at times is uh, two dots might you know just change its place or the space between the two dots might vanish mm. and then that word takes a completely different meaning altogether so it's very important to edit once it's converted on duxbury to braille so for that i have an i have somebody employed at the uh, nab mm. who proofreads this and, and he's visually impaired. yes yes okay. yes mm. and once that is done it is um, braille printing is computerized as well just how you give a print command on for a text document braille printing is also computerized so all you need to do is just print command and then uh, the magazines are printed there on and after that it is stapled and then packaged labeled and sent it out from nab only so my work ends at putting it together and editing it on word and after that i take it to nab where it's converted from text to braille in duxbury and then it's printed from there on mm-hmm. yeah. this nab is in worli right it's in worli in yeah, yeah 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 wow interesting and what about the layouts and like there is no layout no, then how do you text. place ads oh it's about it's only text so even ads are text Uh, but then how does one perceive it i'm yeah. just trying yeah, to imagine yeah, because yeah. uh on the left hand side the entire like mm-hmm. just take a mm-hmm. simple example yeah. like a jet airways ka magazine correct right so on the left hand side there's someone saying on right. the right hand side there's right. uh the chairman saying something and mm-hmm. then so so there's a layout so, right yeah absolutely so first we start with a title page uh now the the cover of the magazine is in print in text okay. because uh, the postman needs to deliver it hmm. uh the same title page is done in braille inside uh then there is a contents there is an editor's note and then the sections follow uh the magazine follows now if there is an ad uh particularly in advertising you know like somebody would ask for a center spread and a back page and a front page i don't do any of that because it's only text mm. and my reader i know every reader of mine will read cover to cover there mm-hmm. is not that somebody skips this page you know because there is a lot of this in Plus advertising absolutely yeah. so they are going to read everything i'll give you an example we had coca cola who did an ad with us a few years ago and they did an audio ad 
now that audio ad uh, was similar to a musical card that we had back in the day so as soon as the reader would open the center spread the jingle would start playing and you turn the page and the jingle would stop now that happened in the center of the magazine but uh, look at the dedication and that's when i decided there is no center spread there is no front back nothing at all uh, when i went to meet one of my readers later and uh, she sang the jingle for me and i'm like you didn't know this was coke and she's like no and the song is so interesting that whenever i don't have any work and i just want to entertain myself i open the magazine and i listen to the song so coca cola was so taken aback in terms of this is excellent and they ended up winning an award at the goa fest for the ad that they did for white print and uh, they were uh, they actually made a video and took reactions of people you know because i didn't i did send them a couple of reactions but i didn't want them to feel that i am you know sort of imposing it i said you should take copies and go yourself to any blind school and take reactions and they were so so emotionally moved and touched that just an ad in a magazine could make so much difference to a whole lot of people you know and nobody had done that yet and uh, they were pretty excited yeah wow <laughs> that's yeah. very inspiring yeah. <laughs> uh and sorry to um again slightly technical sure. uh from what i understand braille is um uh, it's it's dots Correct. and the paper itself is embossed right? Mm, right so did you face any technical challenges when uh, like it's a 60 page book Correct. and probably you are sending say 100 uh in in a particular city hmm. so yeah. when they pile up hmm. there's no chance of them again becoming flat correct no so uh, braille uh, just to give you an idea uh, there are two uh, there is two kinds of braille in terms of one is open braille and one is contracted open braille is what little kids read and contracted braille is what adults read uh takes lesser space because braille printing takes a lot of space for instance now uh, my magazine is 60 pages but what i do on word is only about 28 to 30 pages because that is the amount of space it requires mm. uh now the braille that we print anything regularly in at nab uh is not permanent braille it is something that can get damaged about after four or five readings it will not get damaged is immediately but we don't store too many magazines because there is a possibility that pressure will you know damage it but more damage happens when it is red because that's when your fingertips will put that much pressure on the dot and mm-hmm. that's when it gets damaged mm-hmm. otherwise just piling it might not mm-hmm. do any damage like we've never got any kind of those complaints because the paper we use also is way thicker mm-hmm. than your regular paper Mm-hmm. So it's not like any other newspaper or any other magazine the thin sheet of paper is not used mm-hmm. it's about 130 gsm so it's going to ask that you how much thick, is. yeah okay. so it is that thick a paper which is primarily for the reason that it does not get damaged mm-hmm. so only once my readers read it about for 3 to 4 times you know then it will be redundant and it will have to be you know sort of mm-hmm. given away but three before that times, it's okay. absolutely all right so mm-hmm. if you've read the magazine 3 or 4 times you're sorted like mm-hmm. you know yeah <laughs> and to be critical do mm-hmm. you get these books back uh, to recycle or something like what kind of paper no. it is so yeah it's absolutely recyclable there is no mm-hmm. uh, problem but uh, so we don't procure paper for ourselves mm. uh, it's done it's by yeah. nab because mm-hmm. you know it comes from their vendors and that's something that we don't sort of get into mm. but yeah our covers etc are all paper because uh, you know um, plastic is of course banned mm. you know so that is something but we try and use a thicker cover mm. because uh, rain can again uh, cause a lot of damage to my books and Correct. we cannot afford to do that so uh, when the government did ban plastic it was it was a big uh, issue for all of us at nab because uh, you know we wanted something that will not damage mm. your uh, paper uh, and and if that happens then your braille dots are completely sort of vanished Correct. so yeah it it is but apart from that uh, there is no problem in sending out magazines and nothing will get damaged in terms of the pri- pile pressure mm-hmm. that would not happen okay okay and uh, going back to the earlier thing mm-hmm. how many copies do you generally 
upasana i wanted to ask you hmm. that uh, like what i read after uh, hmm. my research is that about 15 million people uh, are visually impaired in Correct. india and i think which is the highest in the world yes. right yes. Um, obviously with the ratio of yeah. population yeah. is the same <laughs> uh, so how has uh, like what what is your strategy or what are you thinking about uh, which you mentioned in the start that it goes to the corners uh, of hmm. india so if you can give us some demographic like which mm. part of india mm. um, has more subscribers right. um, which part of india it's well received and Correct. like just a background about that sure. uh, so uh, the magazine is widely read in the southern part of india uh, i have a lot of subscribers from tamil nadu bangalore uh, i mean karnataka kerala a lot of subscribers there uh, north it's a little lesser than the south because again hindi is predominantly something that people read there mm. uh, hindi braille uh, but we are only doing it in english english for now uh so yeah the strategy is uh i would love for more subscribers to come on board but why i'm not or why i have never advertised this anywhere is because i need someone who is advertising with me for about an entire year mm-hmm. you know like a continuous ad a project with somebody yeah. absolutely so because i know if these people uh, this much fund is coming in in terms of advertising revenue i can push the magazine uh, subscription a little more mm-hmm. because there is a gap that needs to be filled you know with the printing cost and what i'm charging my subscribers i charge them only 360 rupees uh, a year and uh, it takes me about 2 and a half thousand rupees to print that one yearly subscription so that's the gap that i'm looking to fill so uh, which is why i'm not actively increasing subscription of the magazine i'm taking it slow and as it comes and uh, every month we do have an addition or two so that happens and that happens through word of mouth that is why uh, it's been 6 years and it's been this uh, slow you know and steady for me if i had made it free of cost and i had tons of fund i could have easily sent it out to thousands and thousands of people but that's not the thing i wanted to be this and my subscribers don't want it to be free because they're like we can pay so stop sympathizing with us you know Correct. we can pay you and we don't want charity from anybody mm. so we we love the pace you know i have no regrets about how slow this has gone mm. and uh, what i have learned through these years is 
there is a lot that needs to be done mm-hmm. you know so which is why we came out with our second product in 2016 which is tact bed which is braille tactile alphabet books mm-hmm. so uh, blind kids are taught uh, shapes or anything of that sort with the help of a piece of thread so if you want to t- teach the child a for apple the teacher would take a piece of thread and on an apple the stick it and then the child will touch and feel it mm-hmm. what my book does it it's permanent braille so there is no damage to it and it's uh, it's all tactile all shapes are tactile uh, alphabets are in braille uh, and the uh, word is also in is given in braille and it's in text so mm-hmm. that person with low vision can also read my book and use a child with low vision can also use the book and if the parent is uh, visually impaired and the child is sighted or the other way around there can be learning that can happen together you know wow. they can learn alphabet together mm-hmm. so that was the the motivation to do this book we did that in hindi and english both and uh, uh, sorry this yeah. tactbed tactbed uh, yeah. tactbed is a is a magazine or no, it's, it's a, a book it's uh, a book it's a book in hindi and english both uh, so you have a to z and you have the uh, hindi uh, alphabets also so okay. Okay. just to teach the child alphabet is why we came up with this book mm-hmm. because there is no material like this available in india mm-hmm. uh, you know which we found interesting and like you know we we even made very small details tactile mm. like uh, the pores of a strawberry you know we even tried mm. to modernize content in terms of your in every other book will be for yagya you know but we made it yoga you know mm. to sort of make it more relatable to the child mm. you know and not teach the child only redundant words that don't exist in our vocabulary these days you know mm-hmm. so uh, those kind of things is what we incorporated in that book uh, the mm, next product that came out was uh, in 2018 in december so very recent we came out with story books uh, what we realized was that sighted kids don't know how to interact with blind children you don't see blind children in parks you don't see them in uh, you know movie theaters you don't see them in any other place public place you okay. know so that was a conversation that i was having with my friend and i said okay we i think we really need to address this and what better than doing a story book you know so we came up with a story book uh, called look out look within uh, it was authored by uh, vandana and uh, you know i published self published it and neha who is a uh, nid alumni and she actually illustrated the whole book for us yeah. and uh, illustrated we, in braille no so we okay. did this in braille uh, which was only a text version we did this in uh, print for sighted kids because that was our main target audience to talk to sighted children and tell them how blind children are no different than you you mm-hmm. know they can do right, just about anything so that was our main uh, sort of audience that we wanted to deal with we also did this in sign language uh, the whole story is narrated in sign language and it's ab- available on youtube and we encourage uh, schools and ngos that are dealing with children who have a speech and hearing impairment to share the story with them so we even did that and we also did this as an audio book uh, so radio mirchi has a CSR initiative where they produce audiobooks so they produced it for us and uh, it's available uh, on uh, so sogamya pustakalaya which is the largest audio library uh, that visually impaired people use it's available for them on that portal so we we tried to sort of cover every uh, sort of audience that this should go to mm-hmm. you know to trying to be inclusive in that nature as well it's very very inspiring <laughs> <laughs> actually uh, if you can uh, this is like way too interesting and way too fascinating for me so if you can just um, second last like i have one sure. last question but before sure. that if you can share any case study any incident which you remember which has yeah, just changed definitely uh, uh i'd love to you know talk about this one uh, reader of mine who told me once uh, and my phone number is sort of available on the website you know so anyone and everyone has been calling me you know from my subscribers they all have my number and you know we are like in personal touch all the time uh, one of them told me that you know white print made her feel empowered and i said how did that you know come to your mind and uh, she would go like uh, 
on the dinner table my family will always keep giving me new information you know and uh, it no. would i would just be a silent listener all the time and one day i told them about a new app that was coming up and they were like oh how did you know about it you know wow. and she was so happy to say that oh no white print was the one that gave me that information and uh, that sort of moved me you know because for the site there are so many reading options that yeah. we'll just read it and that goes to the raddi you know <laughs> so there is nothing after that you know so it 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 really sort of uh, in a very Mm, crazy way made me realize how important this work was, you know, mm-hmm. and how much I needed to give it my all. Uh, another reader told me that uh, you know they would usually call me uh, initially and tell me, oh, first they'd ask me, uh, you sound very young, and I'd be like, yeah, I am. Okay, <laughs> are you blind? I said, uh, no, I'm not. I'm sighted, and they'd be like. but we really think you're blind why are you doing this you know and uh, he would he was like i'm i'm 52 and i've been blind all my life and there's nobody who's done this for us and you at such a young age have quit your job and you're doing this and you know they'd bless you immensely because they'd be like there is no one who would ever want to quit their job and do this for us mm-hmm. you know uh, and nobody in the community has done something like that in itself like no blind person has started a magazine and uh, that to me was very touching because uh, i felt like uh, you know they were giving this so much you know importance and it was so precious to them mm. that they were eagerly waiting uh, for it to come and they were all, they've always been that supportive and and very interestingly these calls have always come to me when i'm having a very bad day you know and i'm thinking oh my god how am i going to do this and how is it going to work and just at that time there'll be someone who'll call and say something so lovely that uh, you know you'd be like wow this is all worth it there was another now that you're asking me about it there's another uh, uh, daughter of a father so the father is visually impaired and he was retired and uh, she messaged me saying that uh, thank you you know like you've not even changed their lives but you've also changed the family's life because we used to always be worried that he's not doing anything you know he he doesn't like to read uh, anything that's available in braille because there are a couple of newsletters that nab also does and that wouldn't sort of suffice his intellectual level you know so uh, that was a very sweet message by the daughter that you know you're giving us also a lot of peace mm-hmm. and that made me feel like really 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 uh, amazing you mm, know yeah, yeah. <laughs> to to fall short of words but yeah <laughs> wow <laughs> uh i i don't know like where to like how many questions are popping up just like because <laughs> i'm sure this yeah. is an endless conversation to be yeah. very honest yeah. and i love doing it yeah. so. <laughs> <laughs> i've I've, uh, i've been to when i was in bangalore uh, hmm. there was one mm, school for uh like disabled actually correct so i used to go there to read papers and like translate nice. mainly from english to hindi or okay. sometimes english to some other language okay. but that was mainly for people who wanted to do beard okay but uh, they were like sighted uh, uh, and like right. everything was uh, okay right. but there were like different sections of people and what i observed is Uh, the point that you mentioned that mm. you never see these people in the yeah. uh, in the public domain mm. uh, i think one interesting insight would be that there's nothing different apart from just basic mannerisms correct and which i observed is because they don't know where to focus yes. right where to look so they yeah. always when you're listening mm. they just have a head on a different direction because correct. they want to completely concentrate yes. what yes. they're hearing that's yeah. about it other yeah. than that there i don't think no so there is no difference yeah. there's absolutely no difference in fact uh, i was traveling with one of my readers once and i we had gone for an event and i was going to drop her back and uh, she was giving directions to the cab driver and uh, she's you know she's completely uh visually impaired and uh you know after we reach like he she literally say now there is this bank here you have to take left uh now you go right you know like completely wow. uh, accurate and so much so that my cab driver uh, after i dropped her uh, he he asked me that 
मैडम आई थॉट यू विल गिव मी इंस्ट्रक्शन एंड यू विल गिव मी डायरेक्शन एंड करेक्ट मी इफ आई एम रॉन्ग शी वॉज विजअली इम्पेयर एंड आई एम लाइक येस एब्सोल्यूटली एंड ही इज लाइक लुक एट द प्रिसन लुक एट द यू नो लाइक वी वुड फॉल्टर डायरेक्शन वी कान गो एनी वे विदाउट गूगल मैप्स दीज डेज बट शी वॉज एबल टू गाइड हिम राइट फ्रॉम बैंड्रा टू अंधेरी ईस्ट यू नो सो दैट्स द डिस्टेंस शी कवर्ड एंड all way all the way through she is given directions you know so it's it it was it was crazy for me and i'm like wow you know this is outstanding like look at there is no difference there is absolutely no difference we might be a little less capable than any other visually impaired person because we have stopped using any of our other senses we only focus on one sense but here it's different they'll use sound they'll use touch all of it you know and that's what uh makes them much more capable than any one of us mm-hmm. yeah yeah are you getting into psychology of them and uh, <laughs> more other uh, aspects of their living hmm. the way they live so i definitely keep interacting hmm. uh, and learning from my interactions and what i learn the most is that there is no difference you know there is absolutely no difference the problem is in the minds of the others minds of the sighted uh that is where the problem arises why which is why whenever i talk to people i definitely mention about this you know that they are better than you in functioning in every aspect you know so there is no difference the problem is in our minds in the sighted's mind because even for me it's been a learning experience you know i have learned so much from them like i never had a, a bollywood or a film section in the magazine thinking that uh, oh do they watch films i was confused you know and uh, then somebody told me oh ma'am everyone's writing about 100 years of indian cinema we also want to read about it please make sure you have an article in the next edition and i did that and then someone told me oh katrina kaif is my favorite actress and i was like how did you figure that out and she like i love listening to her voice on radio you know so these aspects are something we need to learn you know mm-hmm. and um because there aren't many conversations or there aren't um interactions about this do we face this problem you know but was it a more inclusive society in every aspect uh these problems would never exist mm. uh, so i think that's what we have been working on since 6 years and uh, we have seen progress in mm. a lot of domains but it's a long 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 way to go mm-hmm. yeah yeah totally yeah. so i would like to tell uh, listeners that uh, there's one interesting insight which i got to know recently mm-hmm. uh, so as you mentioned the the problem is in the sighted people right <laughs> so uh, i'm sure you must have heard of baba amte yes. who has been doing who was doing some great work yeah. uh, in uh, uh, anand van hemel kasa yeah. yeah. and uh, i recently got to know i don't know how true it is okay. but uh, he tried to inject the leprosy um, virus or whatever mm-hmm. leprosy uh, whatever the right, thing is right. into him three times in his life so oh, no. that he can actually become a leprosy patient and then um then get sensitive yeah. to their pain yeah. get sensitive yeah. to their yeah. so that's the level at which yes. someone devotes yeah. his life and it's just <laughs> oh, uh, absolutely yeah, yeah that's yeah. that's quite interesting so i think something like that yeah. it's is really commendable for you <laughs> no. because the way people say yeah. that you must be blind it's, it's something like that yeah, yeah. uh cool i would like to conclude uh with one last question which is um uh again towards technology so what made you go print because uh, as technology is improving <laughs> um yeah. there's lot more which is voice driven which is lot more um uh yeah sound and voice driven that's the correct, other sense correct. they have yeah. right so what uh, yeah. uh so any any particular reason why you want went print uh because i think there is nothing available in print uh what has happened earlier is that uh because there were no options in braille people have moved to audio and uh but the joy of reading braille 
is something else for instance even for the sighted no matter how much you're listening uh, to these days on with your your headphones you the whole joy of reading a book in the hand a physical copy is something else you know so there might be a lot of people who have even come and told me why are you doing this just put it into a digital format and you know put it out lesser cost etc but um, i don't believe in it i i feel like print is print because I love my newspaper every morning no matter how many apps I would have on my phone <laughs> and uh, a lot of people have come and told me like one of my readers uh, who is now a journalist with the Hindu uh, in the Kerala office uh, she told me that I am really well versed with technology I'm proficient in everything but the whole idea of picking up a book and no one interrupting or no one telling me anything in my ears is another experience it's just me and the book and that independent feeling of creating creating my own perceptions creating my own imagination and not somebody's voice guiding me through it you know so that joy is something else you know so i want to focus on that and uh, if they had to read if the visually impaired had to read anything in audio there are tons of options available so it's not that i'm i'm providing them content that is earth shattering and not available online but uh, it's the format in which people prefer and i think another very important reality which we ignore is the fact that not everybody has technology yet mm-hmm. you know i know people in this very city of bombay that don't have access to smart technology you know and they for don't them have access to electricity absolutely <laughs> you know yeah. so they for them white print is the only source of information like i had one of my readers who 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 had moved to bombay uh, from a small village in maharashtra and he said his the only source of information for him is white print and uh, that you know these kind of instances make me realize that how people in cities have a very very narrow, narrow Uh, idea of what is happening around the world they don't know the ground realities mm-hmm. you know so i want to focus like i have a reader in tamil nadu who uh, whose friend does not read english braille does not have technology he uh, translates white print articles from english to tamil and puts them in writes them in braille and gives it to him you know he had and even called me to take permission that oh can i do that because my i want my friend also to read this wow. so he translates it puts it in braille and gives it to his friend every month so that's the power of print and i don't think uh, it can replace anything else mm-hmm. and there'll be takers for both mm-hmm. but uh, for me the focus is uh, the one who enjoy print for now mm-hmm. <laughs> um Yeah I know uh, you are more like a like full to in action right now uh and I don't know whether you have the bandwidth or have you thought about it but just uh, if I can ask uh, what's the future of braille and what's the future of uh like so, reading experience right uh, so uh, with reference to white print uh, definitely something you know we really hope to do it in many more languages as well mm-hmm. uh, in braille and uh, our we're already working on our next book uh that focuses on inclusion like i said we came out with lookout look within which was meant for 5 to 8 year olds uh, we are now looking at another story book for older age groups because which whoever parents have bought this and you know whichever book uh, libraries have bought this have said oh do you have something for an older age group because there is no literature that is focusing on this aspect mm-hmm. you know so we want to focus on that and come up with more story books in the series and we will make sure it's inclusive so just as we did it in braille in uh, sign language in audio we'll continue doing that and you know cater to everyone and i really think uh, as a medium braille is really strong it 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 gives them a sense of independence mm-hmm. in a lot of ways it's like um Uh, you know uh, sighted people writing reading and signing uh, you know using a pen and braille is just the same format like we encourage more and more people to come up with things in braille like you know if you've gone to a restaurant i would tell i'll speak to the manager and say tell your people to come up with a braille menu card you know <coughs> and things like that so uh, that kind of inclusion uh, we want to see in a lot of aspects and we feel that uh, you know it, it's just about is as simple as going to a restaurant and uh not having to have having someone to read 55 things on the menu card and just deciding for yourself 
you know what i want to eat wow. so it it's as simple as that so we want to do that we want more and more people to join us in doing that uh and uh we want to focus on making this experience more enjoyable for people like i want uh visually impaired people to walk into a bookstore and have a whole braille section for them mm-hmm. like in bombay uh, we have trilogy uh, the bookstore uh, which is now in bandra uh, that's the only bookstore in the country that has an entire braille section so oh. they got an inquiry once about a braille book somebody called and asked oh do you have a braille book and uh, they were like oh my god uh, you know we've never thought about it and she googled she found my number and uh, we've it's been a great journey there on and she was so moved and touched by it. that uh, she ended up uh, of course she has white print she has stacked a bit she has look out look within and she went to nab picked up more books in braille and has made an entire section of uh, braille books mm-hmm. so that's that's what we are aiming at wow. <laughs> it's very touching very inspiring uh, all the power to you man thank like, you yeah. so much thanks a lot um yeah and uh, if I don't know this is an audio medium right. if someone is listening somewhere who's probably visually impaired sure. if they want to get in touch with you what's yeah. the way and uh, sure. how can people follow your work yeah <laughs> so i can be reached at uh, upasna which is u p a s a n a at the rate whiteprint.in uh, we have whiteprint.in as a website if people want to know more about the work we are doing and we're also there on instagram as whiteprintmag on twitter as whiteprintmag and on facebook as white print so more than happy to uh, you know engage with everybody right from the visually impaired to the sighted and see what more possibilities and what more opportunities can be explored together sure sure <laughs> yeah i believe uh, white print website is reader friendly yeah 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 it is as in like it is it is okay wow that's great <laughs> cool Uh, it was great talking to you. Thank uh, you so thank much. Thank you for giving your time, and it was very, very inspiring. Thanks and, a lot. Uh, yeah, all the best for your future. Thanks a lot. This was fun and very insightful. Gave me a chance also to reflect upon my journey. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Thank you. That's thank it. Thank you. And that's it from today's Gyan session. Catch us on iTunes, Savan, Stitcher, or any podcasting app you use. Do rate us on iTunes and follow us on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram. Stay tuned for more Gyan on AudioGyan.com. Till then, bye. Hello, it's been a great week on the IVM Podcast Network. On this round is on me. Gauri is joined by Shweta Nanda. They talk about the financial independence and how it is to be a woman entrepreneur. On Anish thing, Anish welcomes ultra marathon runner Shivani Gharad. Shivani shares her journey of how she ran her first marathon, the mindset of a runner, and what it actually takes to run a full marathon. On Cock and Bull, Cyrus, Naveen, Akash, and Shreyas talk about the Korean band BTS serving in the military and its repercussions. On Think Fast, Varun and Suchita discuss Wing Greens and their latest acquisitions and about the Indian sexual wellness market. And on Shuni One, Sheila Dutya is joined by Dinika Bhatia, CEO and founder of Nutty Gritties. They talk about coming from a business family and Dinika's journey in creating healthy and guilt-free snacking. Once again, don't forget to visit our merch store on ivmpodcast.com. We have some exciting new merch out there for you. Also, do follow us on social media. We are IVM Podcasts on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, and LinkedIn. And do remember to spread the word about these shows and any other shows you might be listening to. Appreciate them, rate them, and review them wherever you are listening to them. You can also check out all our other shows on YouTube.com/IVMPodcasts. And finally, we would like to thank our sponsors this week: Volvo XC40 Recharge, Bumble, Heads Up for Tails, Kotak Privy League Program, and HDFC Mutual Fund. Thanks, guys. Without you, this would not be possible. Do you often find yourself surrounded by conversations about web3, blockchain, NFTs, DAOs? What are these terms and how do they affect our future on the internet? So many questions, but don't worry, we've got answers to all your questions. Hi, I'm Eklavya Bhattacharya and on our show Future Proofing, we try to decode the impact of these future technologies on various industries with experts and tech enthusiasts. Tune into new episodes coming out every Thursday on the IVM Podcast app and the website or wherever you get your podcasts from. <laughs>